Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we are going to be discussing all things Spider-Man. So, uh, if you haven't seen the recent movie, which is Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, I would suggest watching that first and then come back. Or if you just don't care about the movie and you just like Spider-Man in general, stick around. This might be for you. This evening, I'm joined by my good friend, Peter. Hello. And our mutually good friend, Tim. Hello. Oh, I don't know if I got that. Get in there. We got to get some. Hello there. You, you can move the table closer and everything. There you go. Get get comfy, guys. Hello there. That's a little better. Okay. So, I, being the youngin' of the people sitting around um really got into spider-man when they started doing the spider-man 1995 or 1994 or six something like that uh that cartoon series in that one um i feel they brought everything up to date for the times it was the 90s you know things had to be radical and cool and colorful and you know they had to redesign a lot of stuff but also growing up i did watch the 60s and the spider-man and the amazing friends and all that kind of stuff you know back in 84 and you know things like that so that's where i really was first introduced to spider-man um what about you guys my first introduction to spider-man would have been the comic books the amazing spider-man and the no hold on you gotta see how the prongs are that's way better it would have been the comic books, The Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Peter Parker. Do you remember what issue? No. No. Okay. Regrettably not. Just, you know. Yeah. They're all good. There are nerds that are like that that can be yeah, like, yes, uh, actually, that was issue number 37 yeah, of The Amazing yeah, Spider-Man yeah. released by no, Stan No, and I don't have a pet Tauntaun either. And I don't have a pet Tauntaun either. Um, so. Uh, Holy shit, it's George Lucas. And. Without a doubt, uh, the original cartoon with the uh, backdrop cell and the 1960s. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I'm that old, guys. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that? Isn't that also the same series that that uh, pointing meme started in? You know, where all the Spider-Men are standing around and they're all pointing at each other. Did you miss that? Not a clue what you're talking about. Okay, so on the internet they have this meme where they have spider-man and he's being faced by other spider-man and they're all pointing at each other as if to say but i'm spider-man are you spider-man what the heck is going on kind of thing right you don't know that one can't say that i do see if i can find it real quick for you but anyways they actually had it in the movie which was great to point uh, spider-man pointing you, you might notice it once you see it here. Oh, someone edited it. Oh, there that. we go. Yeah, I just found it. Hmm? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in a scene from uh, Double Identity. There you go. Featuring two Spider-Men pointing at each other. Yeah. The same meme was parodied, parodied in, Super, in Spider-Man. Uh, no Way Home. No Way Home, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
I guess someone went ahead and redrew it so you can find it on the internet and they went in and they added a third. But yeah, that was in the 1960s one. And that's, you're considering that a meme? Uh, it was going on the internet for different things. They'd put, you know, different faces over the different Spider-Mans. Like, uh, who caused the video game crash? Uh, you did it. No, you did it. You know, things like that. Oh, okay. So it was a blame game thing. They took the Spider-Mans and did different funny things with that image. Yeah. Um, him pointing So him pointing basically you're saying that someone took Spider-Man and treated him with sacrilege. Always. Always. Oh, oh, yeah. It gets way worse than oh. that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know I was here for a Spider-Man rip contest. Oh, yeah. It's it's even worse than what they did to him when they put Dr. Octopus in charge of his body and had Peter's... Don't have me <sighs> even go into that issue, right? Don't even go there, right? Because then Spider-Man stopped being Spider-Man. I don't, And I know he still existed as a ghost for a while, and I know it was important for the comic book sales, and I know blah, 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 and it was crap. Uh, eventually, he did take his body back over. I don't know why you keep spinning it back around. Is it just in case he says something? Or okay, <laughs> I put Peter on mic duty now. He's like really paying attention. Mike Nazi. Mike Nazi. Oh, I don't even know if you can say that word anymore, right? Nazi. You got to be able to say that word because people got to learn what not to be, right? If Seinfeld can say it, I can say. It. Yeah, but even that was the Mike 90s. hater. There Mike Hater. He's a Mike Hater. Yeah. Did anybody else notice that most of Spider-Man's earlier villains were uh, creatures? Like, all based around different creatures. So, we had the lizard. We had Dr. Octopus. Um, we had Scorpion. We had the rhino. Great. Well, Craven was the hunter, right? Electro? Electro, no. Mysterio? No. But they were all newer than uh, some of the original. Well, maybe oh, not. Hey, Hobgoblin? Yeah. No, Green that, Goblin? Yeah, that was original stuff, too. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if I can agree with that one. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> that's, yeah, that's just, yeah. That's just something I noticed that there there is a lot certainly, of Certainly, Certainly, Spider-Man has its beginnings in... In in a uh, a lot of the traditional comic book things that we all know about Marvel, one of them being is that yeah we took a lot of both of our powers for villains and heroes from animals. Yeah. Um, the other being Peter Parker, Joe Jamin, Joe Jameson, right? The JJs and the PPs. J. And Jonah the, Jameson. You know, um, and the Parker. Uh, yeah, but just that whole double initial thing that was just common throughout Marvel for a while there. Um, I guess Eddie Brock sort of killed that one, eh? Which part? The double initial. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, the first time I seen Spider-Man was on a show. Um, It was actually called Spidey Super Stories. Um, It ran on a show called The The Electric Company. And uh, it was like little skits in, in this show. And there was one called Super Spidey Stories. And it was live action, um, and it was played by Danny Seagren, actually playing the Spider-Man character. Really? Oh, sorry. There's a TV movie, too, long before the blockbusters in the theaters. 
Well, I know there's also a Japanese series too where Spider-Man actually Okay, so well, let's stretch it. Let's go that way then. Since we're talking Spider-Man, let's go that way. Um at one point, Marvel made a deal with uh, I'm not sure which company, but it was a company in Japan to uh they wanted to have the Japanese rights for Spider-Man to start being able to make shows and stuff like that of Spider-Man, but for their audiences and stuff like that. In that series, um, for one, Spider-Man got his powers from a ancient wizard from the planet Spider, um, who was found dying in a cave. He kind of gets his powers kind of like a Green Lantern would, where, you know, gets passed on to the next descendant of whatever, right? Well, in this Japanese adaptation... The uh, Spider-Man was actually able to call on a giant fighting robot, much like the Power Rangers do, where they summon their Zords and stuff like that. So, without Spider-Man doing that, we wouldn't have well things like the Transformers and and a lot of the the Power Ranger stuff kind of evolved from that. That and Common Rider, you know, that kind of thing really set it off back in the seventies. But yeah. So, a little story from across the water, how they changed it, and he actually has a giant robot that he fights with, and who knew that he even needed one, but... And still does, even though today he's a girl, small small girl, young girl, and uh, her robot's round. Who? The newest one. Metroverse. Oh, like in uh, the Spider-Verse one? Yeah. You mean Penny Parker? I don't know if he's a Penny Parker. I don't know her name. I didn't. She's yeah. obviously not that important in the Spider World. As far as so I'm in the Spider Verse uh, cartoon movie, but she's also a legitimate character in Japan now. Oh yeah, yeah. So in the Spider Verse cartoon movie, there's a character that goes by the name of Penny Parker, and uh, her dad built a robot, and she's got a psychic connection to a living spider and the light. Living spider kind of controls the robot. It, it something like that. It, it, it's a, a weird twist on it, but it's an interesting one. Um, but yeah, that that was probably most of the Japanese Spider-Man stuff that I know of. And I guess I'm only pointing out that you can see how, from that original as you described, how it would end up with Penny Parker. Yeah, and. Her psychic connection to a robot, a spider-yielding robot. Yeah. Robot-yielding spider. Excuse me. Let's get my verbs and adverbs and nouns in the right place. Yeah. And it's weird because I think she can ride it too, can't she? Can't she go on the inside of that? She goes on the inside. Yeah. 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 So so if you're familiar with Wild Card, she's basically the great and the great and incredible turtle. All right. It acts as a suit of armor for her as well as a mobility device, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Plus... Yeah. You know, that's the fighting for her. Well, there's and a, you can snack while you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to spider people, uh, if you're not aware, there's a uh, newer spider person, Spider Gwen. My daughter's all about her. Uh, she's in that spider first movie as well. I hope to see her in live action soon. That would be great for River. She'd love the heck out of that. Now, I'm just curious, all right, because speaking of the other alternations of spider heroes, 
Yeah. Right. One of the ones that's always sort of confused me. And when you talked about the mystical alignment of getting it from the spider planet, is that not how Spider Woman in the West gets her powers? I think so. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Something Sounds like about that, right. Yeah. I would have to actually look that up. Yeah. Though. Yeah. She's probably got one of the best costumes. Oh, oh wow. That's wicked with the webbing under the arms. Nice. Which one? The red one? Uh, the red Spider Woman one. Yeah. Oh. And this is coming from a gay gentleman. There you go. You got to appreciate some good artwork, I guess, if you can. You know, <laughs> good drawing's a good drawing. What do you say? You know. <laughs> um. So we had the Tobey Maguire movies, and those were amazing. The first one came out was crazy. The second one came out, and I think I was on mushrooms at the time. You know, being the time of life in which you experiment. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. You know, yeah. High school times, just after you know your party days. Really? What? That old ago? What? When did the second series come out? Like when did Tobey Maguire come out, for that matter? Uh, well, hold on a second. When did Spider-Man Two come out? Two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah. So in two thousand four. You were in high school? No. Okay. No. All right. Finished high school and... But doing high school things, though. Well, grade 12 was 2002. Really? Yeah. Wow. 2003 would have been grade 13 or OAC. God, you are wet behind the ears. I am what? Wet, wet behind the ears? Yeah. Not compared to some of these kids. God. Sometimes you wish that they would bring back some of the... Uh, Spanking as a punishment, because some of these kids need to be straightened out. I know I'm old-fashioned, but, like, some of these kids, not all of them, not all of them by far, but wow, you're some of like these my, kids. You're sounding like my grandfather. Oh, right? yeah, and they better stay the hell off my yard, too. <laughs> you know? I saw them look through my window. What are those kids up to, you know? So here, here's a question for you, Matt. Toby Maguire, what's his face, and what's his face? Okay, so it's Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Is that okay. it? Yeah. What's your yeah, favorite? Tim says. Well, see, uh, I got the same problem that I got with Batman. So I'm super Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was the first Batman. I have been like super pro Toby Maguire. However,. When the Andrew Garfield one came out, I didn't like it. I didn't like how there was like this parent story that his parents were still alive, possibly, and that they were involved in this crazy thing. That I didn't need. That I didn't understand. But it's because he's the Amazing Spider-Man, which is why they all have you know different names. The Amazing Spider-Man, the Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is Miles Morales. Uh, the Superior Spider-Man, which is the Dr. Octopus Spider-Man. Then they got Spider-Man Noir and so on and so forth. I can't remember where I was going with this. Um, which one was your favorite? Right. My favorite would have been Toby. But now that I heard that they signed a three-contract deal with Andrew Garfield, trying to maybe go back and fix some of the faux pas of his storyline or completely rip him out of his universe and have him start over kind of, sort of, in another one. And in that case, I could see them adding um, Venom to that side of things or 
See, they left the doors open. If you haven't seen the movie, I suggest you do before this st stuff. But they end up showing up. Uh, all three Spider-Man show up in the next movie. And they all get along. You know, there's no fighting between them or anything else like that. You know, it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, but... Oh... No, I'm going to have to say I do like Andrew Garfield. I just don't like the Andrew Garfield movies. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing because I thought about that coming over now we were doing the Yeah, part. it's a really hard one, and, though. And, and I, can't, I can't actually give you a pick. Yeah, like if I had to, right. that would be it. But if I didn't have to, like... Like, it's, it's my favorite character of, of within, within the, any of the comic books in Marvel or DC. It's, it's, I'm a Spider-Man guy. Yeah, and when Tobey Maguire did it, it was like, "Yay, I'm getting my Spider-Man movie finally! No more yeah. Batman!" Woo yeah, and that's right? and that was my feeling too. I'm like, "Oh, something fresh, something new! Yeah. Finally, we get to see what swinging is like." And when they introduced the new people, it was always a reboot. It was never a pick this up and with a new new actor. So in that way, I fell in love with each each one of them, right? Um, yeah, for their own merits, right? Yeah, yeah. incredibly. Uh, the latest one, the whole... Finally, well, I, I suppose if there's anywhere where I'm going, I'm going to go probably with the current Spider-Man. And that's only because they've gotten that... the youthfulness that the other two seem to somehow be missing. Because they all started off like Tobey Maguire, last year of high school and then university and blah, blah, blah. Whereas yeah. Spider-Man is more, you know, that 16, 17-year-old. Well, well, this Spider-Man had what? Uh, two standalone movies and a couple of appearances in the Avengers before he even finished high school. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. There's more of a history. They they, they gave him a more naivety, and I do like that about him. That's what I mean. Like it's it's hard. It is hard to pick one though because they're all each like I said before representing a different Spider-Man. Yeah, and and that was how this last yet, movie came together. They all represent the spectacular Peter Parker, the true hero of any Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, what about Ben Riley or Kane something or other or uh, Miles Morales or um, Miguel O'Hare? Uh, again, I've got nothing nothing with these other knockoff spider heroes. And I know everyone's going like, ooh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. But the bottom line is, is that Spider-Man for me, but that was... As I said, when I'm knee-high to a grasshopper, that was my hero. And he's been my hero my entire life. Um, and what I liked especially about Spider-Man as he's written originally is he's the first of the superheroes, for the most part, that didn't have wealth. Yeah, and didn't have didn't, this huge banker behind him. Yeah, he didn't have the government supporting him. The or the government way. supporting him or anyone. Captain America. Fact, he had most of the people opposed to him in authority. Um, so he was like, if any one of them represented the chance that, you know, you could become that superhero by being bit by the spider, right, or some other animal, right, um, Spider-Man was that hero that gave all of us everyday people yeah. a chance to aspire. And if it could happen with a cat, I would have had it by now because Lucy bites me all the time. Oh, good guy, yeah. Like, right. I still got the two marks right there. See, they made like little vampire dents. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Kind of neat. 
I guess I'd be probably pig, hey, right now. Uh, there you go. Black Cat, one of Spider-Man's villains, Felicia Hardy, yes. was the alter ego. What did you think of her? She was also another, 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 another one of them that took the super seer. Super Soldier Serum, blah blah blah. But uh, I, I guess there there are some of Superman's heroes that, and especially <laughs> some of them are later. It's like the whole cat burglar thing is, you know, and and that's just the problem, is right? You know, like let's time this woman up, right? It's no longer the '60s, right? And this whole attitude of the cat burglar and the damsel in distress that she's supposed to portray at the same time is like, you know, come on, that's been done overly, right? Yeah. Let's get a female out there with some cojones, right? That's, you know, not not basing so much of her character on her feminine wilds, but on her own abilities. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping that if they do a uh, Spider-Gwen movie, that they actually put her on equal terms as any other Spider-Man they put her beside. You know what I mean? I want to see well, that. Well, people. if they're going to do it, I would really, if, if if they're going to do the multiverse, I would really like to see the other Spider-Mans come in. Spider-Man Noir, Peggy, right? Yeah. But the only one that I can do is is that is Porker, right? You can lose Porker for me and I'm fine. Yeah, you can lose uh, Spider-Ham. I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't, like, I know he's a thing. I know it's the multiverse. Anything can happen in the multiverse because it can pull from any dimension. But with so many different variations of Spider-Man, you didn't have to pick that one. Yeah, you didn't. Re- I didn't really need Penny Parker either. I, I that was a bit of a stretch. For I me. think the problem I've got with Spider-Ham is it's just I see. It, and again, I'm going back to the fact that this is my hero, right? You know, and it's like, who are you to be poking fun at my hero? Because he came out in the time of Howard the Duck and all of those comic books, and it yeah. literally was an absurdist time for comic books. Was it books. like a spider mite or, or uh, a bat mite kind of thing? In yeah, the yeah. Yeah, it's just like that goofy, you know, avoid the noid kind of time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, done, been there, got the t-shirt, burnt it, don't yeah. need a second one. Yeah, they sent you a new one in the mail because you collected enough points. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bonfire at my house this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I've owned a web shooter. Uh, I built a web shooter uh, just this past Halloween. I went as Peter B. Parker from the uh, Spider-Verse movie. I thought I did okay. You know, did I win? I can't remember. Did I win? Did anybody win? Who won? You guys should know at home. You guys have seen it. Or if you've heard the party won, the Halloween party won. We can't remember. It was that much fun. Um, Probably because it wasn't me. So, yeah. Okay. So, I know you're not a fan of Dr. Octopus. So, who are you a fan of, villain-wise, for Villain-wise. Villain-wise, I thought some of his best villains. Uh, uh, the rewrite. Now, I know a lot of people don't like this one. but um, And certainly, in the multivoice universe, they give him a much better place in in uh, canon electrode electrode was always one of my best because he's just so out there um lizard man right the lizard the lizard yeah. incredibly incredibly well written um and, and throughout and what the key thing is is you gotta just like you take some of them 
and you just put them off, right? The scorpion, the rhino, right? And a few others come in there. They're only even coming to New York to fight Spider-Man. That's the whole yeah, thing with Spider-Man. Both Spider-Man scorpion and, and rhino, yeah. Right? Um, but when you get to Doc Ock, and Doc Ock, I, I'm just bored of Doc Ock. I don't think it's all that incredible to have eight arms, right? You know, okay, he's a gadgeteer, whippy, right? But he doesn't use enough gadgets anymore. Yeah. Um, so for that, for me, it was a problem. Uh, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, overdone. Just At this know. point, overdone, yeah. Right? We've but had... Electrode, uh, Mysterio, right? I think they did Mysterio really, really well. Yeah, I think so. Right? Because they tied right into the fact that he never had powers. It was always stage illusionist. Yeah, he was faking right? the whole thing always. Always. So, so both him and Electrode... Having him turn into, you know, pure electricity, which was something that the original Electrode couldn't do. He could only um, channel it, um, is a little bit uh, different. And the key thing is that you're right, except for very few, like the lizard, right? Um, None of them was it a permanent change, right? They went... um, in a lot of cases, it was equipment. Even electrode, he could channel electricity. But that whole hat he wore, that weird, weird friggin' hat he had in the comic book with the lightning bolts cascading across mm-hmm. his head like a crown, mm-hmm. um, that was actually an electrical device that actually collected electricity and static electricity in the air. And Basically, he was a walking it. Tesla tower. Right? Oh, and then he just became a being of electricity. Yeah, now they've made him a being of electricity. But they've done a lot more with that character, right? Um, Dr. Connor, and if you actually get into the comic books, Dr. Connor and the Lizard Man is probably his number one villain. Yeah. Even over Doc Ock and even over uh, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. Yeah. Um, and that's only because he just, he works so often with that. And it's anytime he leaves New York, it's probably for Lizard Man. Yeah. Except I do think there was one issue in the comic books where he left for Doc Ock in L.A. I just wish that when they did um, the lizard in these movies, that they would have left his coat on. His science coat? They did in the sewer. Yeah. He was working in his lab. Yeah, but I I always knew him with always having that coat on. Yeah, true enough. In the comic books, that was kind of one of his devices, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, it was the white lab coat. Yeah. But but if you're going to ask me for my fave, I'm probably going to have to say... um, uh, Lizardman, uh, Lizard, uh, because the key thing with him is that he's that wonderful villain that if you actually follow what he's trying to do, he's actually a really great guy, yeah. right? And he believes in the work he's doing. He just goes crazy when he takes a serum. So it's a little bit of a Jekyll and a Hyde. Well, he was trying to grow back his arm, right? And that was the whole research to help people grow back their limbs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then everything went south and he turned into... But even, lizard. even you know, like when he got cured, every time it goes back, he's doing back that same thing. He's still doing the research. And, you know, you know, you think he would learn by now not to test on himself. But, yeah. you know, but yeah, it's just, and he's going to different places, right? Like there's, I think it was a good six months run where Spider-Man's in the um, Florida swamps. Yeah. Right? The Nether, Nether Glades? Never Glades? Everglades. Everglades. Yeah, it's totally he's trying to track down the lizard man, right? Yeah. So, hard to say, but I would have to say from a villain, lizard man is probably my favorite. Yeah. You know, the intelligence to battle Peter Parker at the same time 
and yeah. the strength to battle Peter Spider-Man at the same time. What about you, Tim? What's your favorite? My favorite uh, enemy, probably. Um, Get ready right in there, Craven. Yeah, Craven the, the Craven hunter. hunter. You like yeah. that guy? Yeah, that was a pretty good battle. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Punisher involved in that in some point or something? Was Craven? No, not that I can remember. Not the comic that I read. No, that the Punisher. Maybe in another comic. I might be getting things mixed up. Well, yeah, there's been so many comics too, right? So, and Craven as a villain jumps a lot of titles. Yeah. Anytime anyone needs to be hunted, Craven, they can bring Craven. Yeah, the great Craven. I will hunt it all until it is dead. Pretty much, yeah. He he was the great hunter, right? Like if you ever saw his place it was like this great big mansion and there was all this stuff mounted on the walls yeah. and stuff like that he was the ultimate hunter you know nowadays Peter would be all over him oh oh good god would they ever man <laughs> he would not be a <laughs> and maybe that's why we haven't seen him in the movies uh, I think that's why we ran out of unicorns oh well for sure if they existed he would have gone after them look out squirrel girl yeah yeah oh this one looks like squirrel <laughs> Hey, Rookie. But, but I've got to be honest, you know, when it comes to Craven, and I know we're talking Spider Man, but Craven actually did a jump from comic books. I was doing a uh, Shadowrun campaign. And uh, um, if you're not familiar with Shadowrun, look it up on the internet. You can Google it. Um, but anyhow, uh, Craven, Craven actually crossed over from the comic book and became one of the. Uh, um, uh, villains that was hunting the players down because he's the greatest hunter of the world. It was actually got pulled into a whole nother genre. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, man. Does anybody remember more? Anybody remember Morbius? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. One the, of, the uh, vampire? Spider-Man's uh, villains. Yeah, the vampire. He's a good character, too. Yeah. Waiting for that movie. That looks so good. Oh, Morbius yeah, that movie is going to be good. And I think giving Morbius a standalone is really, really great. Because Morbius eventually becomes a hero. I think so. Oh, yeah, he becomes... Uh, doesn't he team up with Blade or something? He doesn't team up with Blade. He teams up with Doctor Strange's brother, who's the vampire. Oh, I didn't know Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor Strange's brother, who's the werewolf, excuse me. Oh, I didn't and know And the Doctor two of them go to show the world that not all werewolves and vampires are evil and then they can So live. why haven't they introduced him into the MCU? Uh, he's just a very interesting character. They got to bring him in somehow. You know, kind of like they have to work him in, right? But yeah. I want to meet the werewolf brother yeah, of we Doctor Strange. Yeah, and it's uh, just, but that was a really neat storyline. He actually ends up dying in the comic books and it's actually you know a weird thing for Doctor Strange, right? But there's a lot of these weird characters that, uh, are involved in all of these. And you have to remember that one of the things that happened in comic books and the movies, and I'm glad Doctor Strange brought it back, but a lot of the magic went out of comic books. The magical characters, right? Except for, you know, a few that were really solid, like Doctor Strange or for DC's Antenna. Um, all of the other ones. And I think it's just because it's not a popular... We're more into techno... Or well, there, there's elementalist. one. Uh, do you remember Madame Web? Yes. And she was the one that was pulling the spider people in and out of the different dimensions yes. and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there. no, you don't remember that? 
Oh yeah, that's how the whole first Spider Verse and Secret Wars and stuff ended up doing and stuff when they start bringing in Spider Mans from everywhere. Oh yeah. What? No, don't put or, no not Secret, not Secret Wars. Wars. Uh, I don't know what it was called, but they brought in a whole bunch of yeah. Spider Mans from all over the place, and that's how we got this multiverse thing in the first place, right? This whole thing, like back in the ninety five ninety six cartoon, they did it then. Yeah, and I can't remember who voiced the uh, Madame Web, but it was someone famous. Not important, but um, apparently she was well-known. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, they're making her younger this time around, apparently, in the movies. Instead of it being like an older lady who's blind and this and that. Um, Probably because in the modern age, one, we can sell a, sell a prettier face than we can an older one. Right in the modern age for oh, movies. Oh, don't say that in the round crowd. Well, I'm I'm just being honest. We're, we're, but I'm not selling the movie to that limited crowd. I'm selling it to the masses, which is yeah. you know, uh, not a specialized audience. Um, and Ooh. the other side of that is that it's as a character, right? She seems she seems to be built upon the three sisters of fate, right? Yeah. Right. The 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 spinner, the cutter, and the tangler, right, or whatever their jobs are, right. But so as the elderly woman, she is the one who shortens life. If it's younger, right, then she's the one who is spinning the web, right, and creating life. And then it's the one who's we haven't met them, the yeah. third vision. And in a lot of cases, the um, the fates are seen as just one person, but different aspects of all three of those ages, depending upon what she's done. So it could very well be, and I would think that that would be the logical place just to take that as an explanation. Yeah. But it would be her role in the story. So if she's a younger fate, she should be beginning things. Yeah. The older one would be ending things. Yeah. Right? Just causing trouble in the middle, that would be the other one. <laughs> So my favorite villain is actually a newer one, and he is originally from the Secret Wars, and that's Venom. And I know he's not your favorite because we've been over that. He's, you know, but I don't have a problem with Venom. I have a problem with the Venom rewrites, where we've lost, right? Where it was kind of like, oh, we're just going to forget about the Secret Wars and rewrite how he arrived here on Earth. Well, that's because they had signed uh, temporary rights over to Disney so they could use them in the MCU. Well, but even 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 still, even prior, right? Even prior, just to, you know, the original Spawn movie, right? That you know, you know as well as anyone else or, or who knows me, I love, I absolutely adore. Um, uh, but they had a shipload of aliens arrive from a meteorite, you know? bringing in a character that we had never met before as, as the real villain, right? Um, and it's... Originally, he only just arrives because he comes back with Peter Parker from the Secret Wars, right? And yeah. that's just it, right? He, he was a costume originally. <laughs> originally, originally, yeah. right? And they no were attempting to do the original change from, from the blue and red to the black and white. Yeah. Right? It actually took... There was actually, after they did it, after the first year, there was actually a vote in the comic books and he went back to the red and white the yeah. actual readers of the comic book didn't like him so the but then they had to create the storyline and as a symbiote intelligent suit right he became a living persona uh great great storyline great you know yeah. 
Um, now, right now, if I follow the storyline, he's the dumbest of a race of super beings, and the dumbest, the slowest, the one with no powers. Like really, he even describes himself that way. Right, that's why he wants to stay. Um, he is an outcast, but only because of the way he <laughs> thinks. Like he he he's more open to certain ideas than other ones would be. Yeah, but it also means he doesn't have any of the good powers. Yeah, but it also depends on the first, like the first person they actually make a full bond with. That's where they get a lot of their personality traits from. And that's the thing is is it's really hard for me to what they've done. If there's one spot in the multiverse that I'm having a problem with in that movie is spawn and the fact that i know he only appears he only appears at the end of the spawn movie where we see him blimp out into the multiverse and we only see him at the end right talking to the bartender in the actual movie multiverse universe but the key element there is that we're now talking that this spawn that came from space is actually and i'm getting the impression it's garfield is actually is the alien that arrived for Garfield, which came to Earth a whole different way. Yeah. Right? So we're going to have to work on that one a little bit there, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Just clear they're, that They're, they're really trying to tie that in to, okay, yes. See. Also, I know they're all different universes. But also now Venom has knowledge to all other versions of himself, apparently. Ah. That's how... At the end of Carnage, when he saw a picture of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, he's like, ooh, I like that guy. Okay, well, if that's the case, then why in the multiverse did only the one spawn show up and not a lot of other symbiotes? Because all the symbiotes would probably have that same relationship. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But with that little piece of... Oh, see, I don't know which way it's going to go. It could go a couple different ways because we've already had the Venom symbiote split off and become Carnage, but that was through a bite. Now, here's a question I've got for you. Okay. We look at the universe, the multiverse, and we've got Spider-Man 1 as Spider-Man 2 as a universe, right? Third Spider-Man as the third one, the Avengers whole storyline, right? You guys got a lot of superheroes. Now... Is it possible that this Eddie Brock Venom is actually from a first, a fourth universe, separate from the three Spider-Man ones? Oh yeah, he is currently. Yes. Right, like totally separate from any of the Spider-Man movies, like in his own ball of fat. Yeah. Because Spider-Man's never shown up in any of his movies. Yeah, uh, that's what right? he is. One of the things about yeah. that 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 he mentions in that movie is the fact that, um, as far as a superhero is concerned, he's unique in his universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in Venom, he is alone yeah. in that. Yeah. So he is only that dimension's version of Venom. And there's no other superhero. No, because that was the Marvel forum. Was like, oh, you guys, you, you, this is a universe. You have a pile of unit heroes. Yeah, right? there's a bunch of you guys. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm part of a team. <laughs> really, I was doing this all by myself. I was like, yeah, oh. yeah. It's amazing the stuff you can find out by talking to your local bartender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so there's another one. Um, 
webs that just naturally get shot out of your wrist or the web shooter? The classic web shooter. See, I agree with the classic web shooter. However, something about the organic web shooter makes more sense. Because other than that... The problem is that it's coming out of his wrist. Yeah, I know that. And I don't know of a single spider that that shoots webs out of its feet. I know that he'd have to pull down and, you know... Yeah. Show him the Lower East Side, if you would. Pretty much. Um... But other than that, the only powers he actually got from the spider were the spider sense, the wall climbing, and then the agility and the strength. The web yeah. shooting is not part of his uh, his powers. But um, not all spiders utilize their web for their hunt, right? And you know, um, he's got the ability to jump from the jumping spider. Uh, he's got the ability to create traps and hunt from the wolf spiders and the trapping hunt and the hunting spiders. So there's a lot more. The only thing he didn't get was web shooting. Yeah. So in all of those things, it's also an increased vulner- uh, invulnerability. Increased oh, yeah. Armor, oh, yeah. Right. So there's but a I lot just mean of these like other things. Under a list of powers, technically, you can't say he shoots webs because no, but his, his one, of, one of his greatest powers and if you've ever played any of the rpgs that really focus in on superheroes like the superhero rpgs one of the greatest powers ever invented in the comic books is clinging 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 and clinging yeah, the ability to, to stick to a wall yeah yeah right and it's just such an incredible power yeah right and because of that 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 is just one of those things but the whole um the Tobey Maguire having the having it organically produce the web. What they did is they took, uh, and they took the gadgeteer out of Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man right was both it. a gadgeteer and because even in the cartoons, but a lot of the times he's creating an electronic and that was device weird or something to because catch they still kept him really nerdy and really sciencey, but yet did the web shooters the other way, which took away from that whole Yeah, the whole thing. the whole gadget uh, gadgeteering, which is uh, again, you know, one of the primary superhero powers in, in any of the universes. Yeah. Right? It's the only thing that makes Batman. Like Batman does have a superpower, guys. It's called gadgeteering. Yeah, but he's also super intelligent. Right. And, and that's why well, super intelligence comes with gadgeteering. Yeah. Right? But that's Okay, yeah, or gadgeteering comes with super intelligence. The key thing is, is that's why Joker has to say, you know, where does he get all those toys? Because he makes them all, right? Yeah. And even in the Dark Knight series, they begin to take that whole Bruce gadgeteering Wayne's superpower, away from him. rich. Yeah, and that in, in the Dark Knight, that is his superpower. <laughs> stupid He's rich. rich. Yeah, just stupid rich. Did you know that if Tony Stark gave away all of his money, he would make all of it back again in less than 24 hours? Oh, don't even talk to me about what they did to the Avengers with Tony Stark. Yeah. Right. First off, anyone who really knows the Avengers knows that all of the funding for the Avengers comes from the Wasp. Yes, Mrs. Prim of Harry Prim, who she had arrested and incarcerated as insane because he injected her with his serum, making her the Wasp. And then she took control of all of his assets and started the Avengers. So it's it's always been a brown part with me save it for the avengers podcast (laughs) all right um 
So we can't go without <clears throat> talking about the games. I've played most of I, I don't even know if I can even say most I don't of the like games the games anymore. You don't I like don't, the game? I, I don't like the game. I don't um I think the whole web swinging thing begins to give it the feel of a platform game. And oh. you know how I feel about platform yeah. games and you, side scrollers. Maybe you just can't get the swing of it. Um that is a possibility or maybe I just realized there's no value to that particular swing oh no i love that game you can really get well i like all of them and the swinging uh mechanic has only gotten better over time yeah but you you're you're into all of that swinging mechanic even you know from the batman games you know it's you know flying across gotham with his cape on arc now he's got a little bird that's like oh i can fly to your house with this yeah right it's like okay (laughs) like yeah i'm (laughs) self-efficient I take up a little tiny hitbox, but I can do everything you and your bird can do. Yeah, check out the ARC uh, episode if you haven't. So if you've made it this far, um, you've probably heard me mention about my Buy Me A Coffee account. Instead of me pointing you in that direction, I would prefer if you told a friend about the podcast. Let them know what you think about it. Show them maybe how to... Log in. Some people have trouble finding these things. I did. I had to God show. God knows my, I did. I had to show Vinny how to do it, and Vinny was on one of the podcasts. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's tricky to find. Um, so yeah, instead of donating, just tell a buddy. You know, point point a friend in the right direction. You know, maybe there's something on here that he, she, them, him, or hers might enjoy. Yeah. Who knows. There's there's a few things I do want to mention though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, we still Spider-Man. got like fifteen minutes. And one of the Mason, yeah, right, good friend of both of of ours. Um, he pointed it out, and he was the only one who really. And I with when he pointed it out, I suddenly realized it's true. My hero um, is Spider Man, but but in truth, it's Peter Parker. Yeah. Right, Peter Parker, and that's one of those key things about Spider-Man is that the character Peter Parker is so much the hero as well, and part of the hero or part of the hero's persona, more so than you see character development in a lot of the other ones. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just um, wanted to go there with you. Yeah, yeah. It's good to get it all <laughs> in. Um. Yeah, like I said, I really enjoy the Venom stuff. Um. I like when there is a new costume change, but I didn't like the way they did Tom Holland because they, instead of having him, you know, make his own costume and this and that, he went from having his cheap costume that he didn't make to all of a sudden one that Tony Stark just gives him. And then all of a sudden he's got like all these extra powers that he didn't really need because he hadn't learned how to work the first ones to begin with. You know what I mean? Like it... I find it went too far too fast. He he went through um, his whole catalog really quick. I think the, and again, you want me to save this for the Avengers. I think the problem is, is they just made um, Tony Stark uh, too much the pivot of that. And they had to do that. Because if he was to have gone into the Avengers fights without that suit, he would have been toast. Well, yeah, but when he, he did it in the comic books, he oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did have the Iron Spider suit in the, in the Avengers when they fought Thanos. Yeah, he fought the Avengers? No, when they were fighting Thanos. I oh, think okay. if Spider-Man was in that war against Thanos, 
yeah. in the comic books, yeah. and I think he was the Iron Spider at that time. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of these little things like that, right? You know, but um, again, you know, crossing over into Avengers territory, and that's always scary. Yeah, don't go there. Don't go there. Especially another podcast. Yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> Especially if I write it down. If I write it down, then there is a possibility. Ah, there you are. Yeah, maybe uh, send us a message. Let us know what you think. Or if you have a superhero you want to hear us go on and on about, let us know somehow. Oh, yeah, uh, there's a few I can go on forever. About. Well, we got the Twitters. We got the emails there somewhere. You know, all kinds of buttons that you can press. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and be sure to, you know, anytime you have an idea that you might want to hear us talk about, just send a message over to Mr. Matt and... Go for it. And that's, you know, like we brought up some role-playing games today, in particular some certain topics, huh. right? You know, if you have interest in those things, you know, um, yeah, we're open to those. Yeah. All kinds of stuff we talk about. Um, yeah. Mm. Yummy. Um, favorite alternate version of Spider-Man, maybe? We've got 10 minutes. Uh, favorite... So, wow. yeah, yeah. So, like, if, if you went, <laughs> if you had to pick a different Peter Parker than, we'll say, the, the standard, if if there is a standard anymore, uh, who would that be? For me, uh, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be surprised when they hear this, I think it would be Peggy. Oh, the... Um, Japanese. Penny Parker? Penny Parker. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who I would pick. It might be well, Spider Man twenty ninety nine looks really cool. He was the one that has like the blade fins on his thing that you didn't like. Um, but he reminds me a lot of the uh Batman Beyond Batman as well. So they're both futuristic characters of classic characters. Um there was also the Doppelganger <clears throat> There was also Man Spider. There was also uh, Scarlet Spider, Scar uh, Punk Spider. Um, but but I think when it all comes down to it, there's these are characters that it's like okay, I know they're new. Like you know, you know well, some of them are new, some of them are crazy old. Yeah, and some of them are crazy old. But at the same time, it's just a rewrite of Peter Parker and his costume. And I think the reason why I picked Penny is she is you know the most furthest. Out, out there, out like there. she's yeah. like you know a new character. I, like my next up from her would be Spider Gwen for the exact same reason. Yeah, right. And but like Spider Man Noir, oh, he's another Spider Man with a different costume. Yeah, right. Um, but those two are unique. Well, Spider Man Noir, I don't know if you know this, he fights crime with a revolver. Yes, I do know that. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that, Tim? No, you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's a crack shot with a revolver and. You get between his crosshairs, and they'll make you. Yeah, Spider-Man with a gun and a fedora and a great big long black Spider-Man crossed with Dick Tracy. And well, any one of your sharpshooters as well. Well, yeah, bullet, right? But he was closer to like the Dick Tracy kind of. You know, it was a dark, cold night, and I was sitting alone in Macy's bar. Yeah, for those of you who still watch the Maltese Falcon, go for it. Oh, I was watching the uh, 1940s Green Hornet. The oh, other Green day. Hornet. Yeah, that would be very close to Spider-Man Noir. Oh, man, that was so good. Kato. Yeah, and, and and it's funny. I'm watching it. I'm like, 
All this is extortion. Like, you're making people sign papers at gunpoint. None of this would hold up. Oh, you yeah. know, oh, like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going through it. I'm like, wow, there's so many holes in this, and there's no way this would fly today. But right. it was great I cinema. suppose. I suppose when you really look at Spider-Man Noir, the, the hero that I would compare him to best is the Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. He's really... although, although you could see... Uh, Spider-Man the Warrior couldn't see the shadow. Um, well, no, you could see the shadow. You could see the shadow all the time. The problem is no one knew who the shadow was, right? So, and the reason is, is because anyone he helped became part of his network. And so they would be his eyes and ears and all of that. And that's why he knew everything, right? So he had always, like, he never had the shadow car, right? You know, um, it was a, taxi driver who who yeah. he helped out who picked him up all the time right and just all of these little things yeah. but um he himself didn't have the power of invisibility he was just you know for the most part a cat oh i thought he did no oh okay no because i thought he had like hid in the shadows and well, he hid in the shadows yeah. and you know he wore all black with the fedora so he you know he would be in the shadows and it was very stealthy sneaky sneaky but the key thing was is that he didn't need to be there because he had all the eyes. And ears him. of all of his friends and comrades and all that. Yeah. You know. Did you like when Aunt May died? Well, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Um, did you like the Aunt May and were you surprised they killed her off, I guess is what I want to say. Um, I'm not sure which version it is. My favorite Aunt May so far has been Sally Fields when she did it. And that was Andrew Garfield, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought she did that really, really well. Um, the current Aunt May, who just recently died, I really liked her as well. Played very well. But, and... She was too young for me. For Aunt May. Uh, the bigger problem is that the story just never really dealt with Uncle Harry. Or, or Henry, Uncle Ben. Or Uncle, Uncle ben, ben, or whatever. Yeah. Right, we... Um, and because we cut in after Uncle Ben and all of that resolution. Yeah. Right? Well, it's because in his universe, there is no Uncle Ben. Yeah, right. So given that way and given the fact that in all of them, the death of Gwen versus the death of, you know, Uncle Ben, you know, Uncle, yeah. you know, the Aunt May was kind of the only available option. Yeah. I really like the performance of the lady who played the original Aunt May. Oh, really? In the Tobey Maguire yeah. stuff. Yeah. That was a very wholesome and mm. caring portrayal of Aunt May. That's how I envisioned it. Was always, it was always the impression that it was the elderly aunt, yeah. right? Um, but as far as the modern one being too young, um, I think it's, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's always been tradition that it was the older, but it could have been the younger sister of whichever parent, right? Which, yeah. You know. Yeah. As opposed to the older sister. That is true. That is true. Which would put her more hip. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope that with all three of these Spider-Man being together, that we're going to get multiple Spider-Man movies going all at the same time. I, hope I don't they, think so. I, I hope they do. I hope. I, they... I think the big problem we have, and this is one of the things I noticed in the Spider-Verse one, uh, Tobey Maguire, uh, a little bit chunky. And it doesn't old, matter. And getting old. It doesn't matter. He can play uh, B. Parker. Yeah, but it's just, I think it's going to be out of his follow acts. 
A lot of it's CG now, man. He doesn't have to do squat. Yeah, he's just got to sit in a room and like look pretty. Yeah, just lay on this bench and wiggle your tush. You look wow, fine. last person who said that to me wanted to sell the film afterwards to a whole different audience. Oh. Free tickets. <laughs> News at 11. Go ahead. Try and find it. No. Now it's been burned. It's been burned. Not from my memory. That was dirty. Anyways, if like I said before, if you guys enjoyed this episode of uh, the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast, as we covered Spider-Man, be sure to share it with a buddy. You know, tell someone who likes Spider-Man. You know, and if you didn't think it was too dirty, maybe even tell a kid about it. I don't know, but you know, parental discretion and all that kind of stuff. Make sure you know what you're. We are explicit. Yeah, we are explicit, and this channel is always set to such, just so that we can say fucking shit every so often. You know, we, we don't need to be putting language into children's ears that is redundant language. It's there to fill in for better words, as far as I'm concerned, but we use it to make things more colorful, and that's what makes things fun. Anyways, I've been Mystery Matt. You guys have a great night, and we'll talk at you next week. Peace.